Welcome back to another episode of the Purple Pill Podcast. I'm your host, Robert. Um, I've got my co-host, Darren, and my other co-host, L.A. How y'all doing this week? Cool week. Wasn't as hot. Wasn't as hot as yeah, last week, that's true. Um, I mean, not, not great, great. But yeah. The streets are on fire, though. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Sweet, sir. Yeah, full summer mode, I'll tell you that. So, what, this week started with the bing, bing, boom? What what happened first, Dan? What was the first thing they, they dropped on oh, us? No, it wasn't was through the loans being forgiven, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that shit's not happening. It's not happening yet. Not happening at all. Let me just like, you know, let's give New York guns. Let's, let's, let's yeah. see how many people live to get their student loans. <laughs> 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 I swear to God, this shit is retarded. I don't understand it. Um, yeah, it was a lot from the Supreme Court. A lot from the Supreme Court this this week. Uh, how was y'all doing? How was every LA rock? It was cool. I went to work. I still got a Nipsey. That's always a good thing. So, well, speaking of New York gun laws, uh, you, y'all saw a little TJ got shot. Shocker. Nah, bro. You, they said he was just eating breakfast. I believe it. It's just shit's getting out of control, bro. I like him too. I'm pretty sure he's one of the new little rappers I like. So, well, you know, on a completely separate note, it's crazy how out of all genres of music, hip hop is the one that's like extremely dangerous, or you go to jail. Why is that surprising? I don't know. It's just like they, they bring it upon themselves. And that's not always fair, but okay. Well, I won't say only has a song know. called "Pop Up at Your Party" and talking about shooting niggas at the party and shit. Yeah, I get that, but at the same time, sometimes this is just a persona that they're pursuing to just sell records to feed their families. Oh, so, I would agree with that, right? What? what? Sometimes I get Joel Santana was on Nori's uh, podcast, Channel's podcast, and he was saying, or Nori was trying to tell him, these new rappers try to live the life that they're portraying. Right, the you off. old school rappers... I need, you're, you're, t- you're picking up on LA's mic. Because the old school rappers, they more so... Um, just wanted to tell what they were living and get away from it. That, tell that story and get out of it? Yeah, yeah, but the newer rappers want to actually show that they're portraying it, that they're doing it. All right, I'm going to just repeat the whole thing because you sounded horrible. Repeat everything you just said. Uh, they were saying that these new rappers... We're um, trying to portray the life that they're portray- trying to live the life that they're portraying while the newer rappers or the older rappers were trying to just get away from that life. But do, do the older rappers realize that intentionally or unintentionally, um, <laughs> They made it look cool to the new rappers, that life? I 
they are doing better they can look back on these lives and say yeah bro like i made it through this shit like that's what they're they're expressing their stories you know they're telling their what they've experienced yeah and now you have these new people who are thinking hey this is rap i have to be a gangster to rap where in turn it was just that still happened to be that the people who made it to rap happened to be gangsters or around gangsters or around gangsters so they they knew of that life. They knew that code. They were able to speak that talk. You know, but I don't think that's necessarily like how it's supposed to be. Like I love currency. Currency is a great rapper to me. That man don't come out here talking about shooting people and, and fucking your bitch and all this other shit. I'm not talking about cars, smoking weed, and what he be doing. Like, yeah, and it sounds cool, it do. It do. but some people just. They see that other side of it. They think it's maybe like Rob said. Maybe in their eyes, it's glorified. I mean, maybe. I would argue before hip hop, violence was glorified. Tony Montana, America, Tony yeah. Montana, Scarface, uh, Godfather, uh, old school Western movies, where it's, it's always a one on one draw thing. Um, I'll just say we always been obsessed with violence in this country. That's that's true, but now Johnny Law's cracking down on y'all. Do you think y'all? Yo, you think your Twitter is safe? They know. They know everything about your Twitter, baby. Don't get fucked up. Don't Here's what I would say though. Um, I used to be highly against when uh, parents and moms and older people used to say things like Grand Theft Auto make kids want to go do the shit in real life. Yeah. But I, I will say this. That like uh, the drill music, the Chicago drill scene music, that shit makes you want to put a mask on and go shoot somebody. No, it does not. It does. I listened to Chief Keef years ago, and I never wanted to go put a bullet in nothing. Go, go listen to Vaughn. Vaughn makes you want to put a ski mask on and slide on folk. First things first. Rest in peace, rest in peace, Vaughn. But think about how detailed his raps were, bro. I don't think I want to live. If he makes me feel that way, I don't think I want to listen to his music. I think, like I said, that man was just telling his truth. That's what he lived. That's what he experienced. That's the energy he's able to give off because it's authentic for him. And I'm cool with that. That's great. If it makes me feel like I need to do that, then I don't think I need to be listening. I don't think I've listened to R. Kelly. I've listened to I've listened to all kinds of people. I don't want to I don't want to kidnap bitches. I've listened to Lil Wayne. I don't want to shoot myself in the chest. Well, that would make sense. Nah, bro, I'm telling you, the way Von be telling it, even like his sad stories, he, he has a whole song about uh going into like the uh gas station grocery store on the side corner store and coming out and his and his boy's dead. And it's just like fuck, bro. And I, I think it's done so well and it's so this this the the videos are so done so well and he the way he tells the stories are so detailed it for during that song it makes you want to like do some shit that's crazy oh thank you and once again no disrespect but if i'm not if i don't lose somebody near me then i don't think i want to go do that i think what rob is saying and now that I'm thinking about it, it does make sense. Not necessarily us, Derek. We're 
damn near 30 years old, but younger people who haven't necessarily found themselves, who haven't necessarily experienced enough life, when they're shown something like this, you know, if you're in suburbia and you're shown this type of pain, you're shown this type of different life, you wouldn't, you, you, I can see someone gravitating towards that and, and feeling like, oh, this is, this is this 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 is how I really feel because they haven't found themselves yet. I can see that. It's why? wild, but I can see that. Yeah, but there's a problem with that. Then I mean, yeah, yeah, problem. It's not about finding yourself. When I was younger and I heard Little Wayne for the first time, I swore I was going to be a rapper, bro. Like that shit spoke to me. Like what he was talking about on Carter Carter Two. Like, I swore I was about to be out here doing shit. So I could feel that. I could feel that. I can feel. I can feel and what he's saying. If you talk about being a rapper, yes. But you talking about we're also different type of fucking people. Yeah, I'm but not, I got African mother. I'm not about to go out here and do none of this crazy. Yeah, shit. but you're you're talking about something totally different. You wanting to be a rapper opposed to wanting to take up a gun and go do something because of a rapper saying that's two different things. I'm saying being influenced by a rapper in general. But now what he's saying about. This man's lyrics might be talking about some wilder shit in the little ways, but I'm talking about when this is off the set. I'm talking about shooter. I'm talking about uh, fireman. Like you know, even talking about what Vaughn's talking about. But now, if he was talking about what Vaughn's talking about, I'm listening to all this music all the time. That that type of energies around me, maybe I would be thinking about those type of things. You know what I'm saying? Here's my, well, then here's my point. The people who are making that music aren't making it. They're making that music for them. It's not for y'all. That's just how they... That's, that's, their that's my point. And if you're in suburbia and you're relating with these songs, but your friend didn't get shot, you don't have no friend that's walking to... But you, you're making up a story in your head. And that's, that's not cool. But it's not even making it up. You're seeing it. It's so detailed. Like it's the not video, your friend. lyrics, it's, not, yeah. it's so Rob, fucking it's not your friend. Rob, it's not your friend. If you're going to school every day and having a good time, and your friends are legitimately going home, and you're going to their house and eating at their crib, and all of this, it's not the... It's not I, the I'll give you another example. Uh, you guys... You guys... Cool. That's this is you what's cool. fuck with the music. That's what's relevant. You you guys know logic? Uh, you guys know logic? Yeah. Uh, you know that that one eight hundred song he made with the suicide hotline? No. Yeah, he made a song that was uh, a song that was a hotline for suicide. And essentially, just told people that if you're struggling, call us. So I the reason I don't like that song. Is because it has you singing, I just want to die today. And it just has you singing that line. You're just like, damn, bro. Those lyrics are so damn powerful. I'd have stopped myself. I'd be like, I, I saw myself, like, I need to chill out on this song because he's making suicide sound cool. Even though it's a suicide prevention song, he's making that shit sound cool. You can't make suicide sound dope on a dope beat and you rap into it. You're making it sound too cool. You know what I'm saying? And that shit's very powerful. Yeah, there's power in words, but but I like to look on the good side of things. Maybe he made it sound cool and whatnot, but in his intent, it was making it sound cool to open that conversation. 
to open up the lanes of communication to talk about why you feel that way with somebody not necessarily suicide itself but yeah i can i can totally agree that that shit sounds terrible but it I, sounds great I, it sounds great uh musically I, I will not i probably will not listen to that song no it's actually a really good song a really good video a really good message behind it but my point is the the chorus to that song is just making you sing i just want to die today multiple times even somebody who's not suicidal that shit, i'm just like damn this shit hard this shit hard you can't make suicide sound like this damn good you know what i'm saying i don't know there's definitely power words i see what y'all saying you also gotta be somewhat able to relate to this shit like, I, I just I don't think you have think to think rapper was Biggie, but when Biggie's talking about fucking bitches when I was a kid, I didn't understand what he was fucking talking about. I get it. So like um like there's a certain part of it that has to be relatable. What Rob was pointing with that song, I understand that because kids struggle with that shit. But when if we talk about Ron shit, I feel like in Chicago real in general, I think a lot of that shit is made for Chicago. Or people who lose friends in inner cities, not suburbia. It's not, not that. But my point is, these songs sound so damn good. It's not like they're bad songs. It's one thing for it to be a bad song because you're not going to listen to it over and over again. But since it's a good song, and you're going to be banging that shit in your car, next time somebody says something crazy, you be like, oh, I got to slide on them like Vaughn or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. No, no. He's not saying everybody. He's saying that it is like these mass shooting kids that are going out here. You know what's on their playlist? Probably not these songs, bro. But once again, not. to that point, there's some great school like shooter songs called, out there. Probably not on this one. You never know. There's some who's, great school shooter who's, songs who's out there. Like, like, come on, man. What do you? Want to hear that? What else we got, bro? Um, there's some good school shooter songs out there that are very fucking powerful. We're not My favorite Tyler song is a school shooter song. That shit's very powerful. Look, we get that and everything. We get that and everything. But they're not anywhere near telling anybody to do any of this shit. No, the artists aren't. But my point is, it sounds so damn good, good musically that it's going to make you want to do that shit. No, I disagree. I just disagree with that. And I think people do it. Oh damn, Von Von talking crazy. I got I got I got to do that shit too. I want to be I want to be down. I think Rob is wrong though. That is that cannot be true. Okay, so if first off, if y'all are right, that has to be some inner city shit. It, and my problem with what Rob is saying is that the main consumers of hip hop buying it is white people. They love that shit. Thank you. But why? So then if you're saying there's a comparison that makes certain people want to go out and do this shit, but it's not happening in suburbia, but they're the main consumers of the music, are you trying to say that there's something wrong with people who are black or inner city? No, no, no. I'm not saying there's a comparison. I'm not not saying that they they can relate to it. Yeah, I'm not saying that they relate to it at all. They're not doing it. That's my whole point. Uh, I'm, I'm there, they may not be doing it, but it may provoke you to do that. The next time you get in a situation, you'll be like, damn, 
Uh, this dude talking, talking crazy to me. I got to fight this nigga. It might give you an instinct to fight first, then possibly try to talk that person down or try to have a That's conversation with that person. How many times you... you see on Facebook these little kids with BB guns, they spray black trying to look hard. Like, this shit does influence kids. I'm like, I understand it. I mean, they may not go outside and shoot up a block, but they try to they imitate try to it. Look they try to feel included. They try to find themselves. Like, like you ever seen like kids uh, go around with the airsoft guns or the BB guns, try to do drive bys and shit? Yeah, they try to look hard. They with the, with the paintball guns and shit? No, I've seen it. People be on stupid shit. And I think if it wasn't good music, we wouldn't have this problem. If it wasn't in the music? If it wasn't good music. Like, if it was over a trash beat, over trash lyrics, no one would give a fuck. But because it's dope, and it's hard beat, and it makes you feel a certain type of way, you're going to listen to it more. I'm not saying it's going to make you want to join a gang. But um, there's this uh, case um, from California. Kill somebody. There was this case from California where this white kid joined a gang because uh, he was listening to hip hop and shit, and he was down with the gang, and he got caught up in the whole situation with um, he being the getaway driver. And saying that he ended up, he was he had a really rich parent, so he ended up getting a really good lawyer, and they ended up getting them all. What'd you say? Talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it's it's really crazy what you could get into. But um, we're gonna segue for that into this uh, the New York gun laws. Uh, Darren, can you talk about that? Introduce that. So um, I was actually just double checking what I saw, but um, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, the U.S. Supreme Court passed a lot of things, and um, they passed. Essentially, they said um, it's unconstitutional for states to say that you got to have extremely strict gun laws. So in the main two states that I've known of that had strict gun laws was New York and California. And uh, so they're, I think they're essentially trying to make it more that you can have your Second Amendment in those states. Um, now, is that open carry or carry still? I'm not 100% sure. But that's uh, what's going to pass soon. It looks like it already passed, and they're going to give uh, the states a grace period to actually figure out their gun laws. My question to y'all is, um, knowing the gang culture in California, uh, the crime rate in general in New York, the Bronx and such, um, how do y'all think this is going to affect everything going forward in these states? Uh, I think it's and a good also, idea. Go ahead. You don't think it will? They have guns already. Just because they couldn't get caught. They, the, the game hasn't changed. You just still can't get caught with it. Now if it's uh, registered. I mean, the, the game still hasn't changed. You don't want <laughs> it. They could still frisk and search you or stop and frisk you. Like, the game may change. But you're good that right? It opposed to before when they to stop and frisk in New York, they would stop and frisk you. You had a gun, you go, you go to jail. Now it's, do you, are you registered to have this? If it is it open carry, is it on your side? Now these are other questions that they have to start asking. 
So what I'm saying though is if they stopped and frisk you and you have a gun that's not registered, oh, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. But that was still the same rule before this, right? So you your question is gang culture. I don't think you were supposed to have a gun. But, but what I'm saying though, gang culture, like no gang member is going to have a registered gun on them because they are going to go do something not illegal with it. Is what you're oh, questioning. That's there. fair. That's so fair. The game hasn't changed. They just still can't get caught with it. Now, law-abiding citizens. Do you think the law-abiding citizens are more able to protect themselves because of this? Yes. They hopefully, if trained, will be able to. Otherwise, they're just going to be a casualty while trying to use a gun. So we were talking about the little TJ situation earlier today. Um, apparently, he got shot in with it for some guys that were trying to rob him, and his. Uh, people that were with him, his friends with him, pulled out guns and started shooting back at the guys. And both of them got arrested because they had illegal guns on them. Like I said, don't get caught. And they're going to be charged. Game hasn't changed. You can't get caught doing dumb shit. You can either do dumb shit or stupid shit. You can't get caught doing both. But here's the thing, LA. They were using those guns out of self-defense. Like I said... You can either do stupid or dumb things. If you want to have an illegal gun on you, you can't get caught shooting that shit. You can't be stupid and dumb. Even to protect that's yourself it. and your friend who's trying to get that's about to get robbed. So if you were protecting yourself, you know what you would do? You wouldn't have an illegal gun on you. Well, they wouldn't have a gun at all. If you're protecting yourself by New York state laws before this, you're, they wouldn't be able to have a gun. That's what is the robbers trying to do. Oh, well then they would have security. What do you mean? You're rich, you're a millionaire. Buy fucking security. Oh, bro, that's a, I don't know if TJ, I don't know if little TJ is rich yet. I, I don't know. I don't know when you get if rich. If you're like getting rich. robbed and getting shot at, you are probably rich. No, that's the that's thing the about hip hop, bro. I don't know. At breakfast? Bro, like, people in hip hop. This was this, there was a guy who was a dentist in Texas. He just so happened to rap on the side, but he's a dentist. Mm -hmm. He got yeah, shot coming out of his office. Did he have People are just prone to shoot. Did he have rules? Like, what, what were they I don't know, bro. He's just a dentist, bro. He's just a dentist. All I'm saying, though, according to you... the internet, they say he's worth six hundred thousand dollars. No teacher? Yeah, that's enough to get robbed. To get robbed? To get shot? If you're resisting when I'm trying to rob. Okay, if I was in the situation <laughs> and I was the robber and I was in New York and I try to rob you and I've got, you know, you got chains or whatever on you, I'm trying to grab that shit for my clout, for my right or whatever, whatever. I've already committed a crime of felony and now I pull out a gun, which is another crime of felony, and I shoot you. And then you pull out your gun and shoot back. Now everybody's already fucked up. Right. Everybody's already fucked up. First of all, we fucked up by being in New York. Second of all, we fucked up by shooting. Illegal fucking like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to even say. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is wild. Yeah. That's that's a very crazy situation. And you know, this 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 isn't even yes, this is gun violence. Yes. But this is also the other thing like we talked about when I talked about spot of God, I'm like if you're going to live this life, if you're going to I'm not saying Spider-Man don't live this life, don't do whatever, but 
but or does. But if you're really gonna live this life, you're gonna portray this type of whatever, like you you gotta be in it. Like you gotta be ready. You gotta you gotta get security. You gotta have the bulletproof. Look at Rick Ross. I think his whole car was bulletproof. Like you gotta know what you're getting into. Oh, Rick Ross also got shot at on the highway. YG also got shot at. If you're gonna be in this shit, you gotta be ready. Like I'm sorry, you. This is what you wanted. I don't know, bro. I, I will argue Rick Ross isn't what so much the gangster rap. That makes sense. Okay, well, maybe not. I think rappers are just targets these days, bro. You ever heard? You ever heard anybody trying to kill Neo? Because he's not a rapper. Okay, I, mean, I think okay. I, I think a better person would be um, somebody like a uh, Childish Gambino. He's a singer, a rapper. He's he's a rapper. He's an artist. Uh, is that why? Oh yes. He's an artist. So nobody's trying to kill him. Yes. But like this. Drake, Drake got, got robbed. robbed. Drake, Drake didn't get robbed at gunpoint. No. Why did you, Drake didn't get robbed at gunpoint? No. No. Why is that there? Because he was on stage. Yeah. So how did he get robbed? They went on his tour bus. No. And took some shit. Okay. So all I'm trying to say though, rappers out there, please be safe. Please have security. If you're going to be in places you can't have guns, please have people that are registered to have guns. Because you know, when you can't have guns in New York, certain people can. Called security. Yes, you pay for it. Because you can't be stupid and dumb. That's how you die or go to jail. And y'all just don't seem to understand that shit. That's, see, here's my problem with this. The record companies get rich as fuck, right? Look, they give you an advance. That advance, you got to pay back. They're paying for every hotel, every form of transportation that you gotta get to these places and all of that. Now, on top of it, they gotta pay for security in every state and every city you go to. They wanted a gangster rapper, right? Facts. You gotta pay that price. I'm not talking about from the blame of record company because they're getting all that money back. It's the fact that these niggas are signing those deals, then they don't know about these costs that just random pop up, and security is one one of them. So because of this type of shit. All I know is if you're going to live this life and you're going to be a rapper, please take your family out of these places. Y'all please do. Bro, just, just they're, do. they were in a spot. They were just in New York. They weren't in the hood. They were just in a regular yeah. spot that everybody be in. And they just got pulled up on. Security at that point. I'm just saying you should definitely know once you've made it, once you sign your name on that line, you got bread in your name, the first thing you should do is move you, your family out the hood, and get security. Period. Because you don't want to be in these situations. Because it's, it's not going to be good. There's nothing but crabs all over the world. It just stresses me out. Like, I don't leave my house without my strap, bro. I, I don't play this game. I don't play these games with niggas, man. I can't play these games with niggas. But I live in Ohio. And you can walk around with a gun in your hand in Ohio. Nobody's going to do shit to you. So... To each their own, man. In New York, God bless y'all, man. But to answer your original question about gang violence, no, I don't think gang violence with guns or anything like that's going to change because the rules have not changed. Just don't get caught. We'll be able to defend ourselves a little bit more if gangsters are trying to rob them. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Shout out to the everyday civilian. That's good.
just be trained with the gun. I feel like in New York, I feel like store owners and stuff like that were still allowed to defend themselves. Like, I don't think they were just getting robbed, like, left and right. Yeah, because they were defending their property. Like, I feel like I feel like not a lot has changed, but the every, average everyday civilian, I feel like with some training and some confidence, you will be able to not be assaulted as you once were. I guess. Like the shit that you see in some, like coming out the Bronx sometimes, bro. I've never been to the Bronx. I've only ever seen it on TV. Oh, yeah. so I don't I'm know. just talking about, yeah, that shit too. So I don't know. I don't know how it really is down there, but. Kid that got killed a couple years ago with the machete. Obviously, that probably wouldn't change. Yeah, that's a crazy. Kid, and I'm trying to work I don't think I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, that was crazy. All right. All right, so we're going to move on to something a little bit lighter. Um, we're going to watch this video. Uh, L.A., do you want to explain this video a little bit before we get into uh, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are some police officers at a 7-Eleven, and they are telling – they're in the 7-Eleven. This, this young man goes into the 7-Eleven. He purchases his items. He comes back out. These cops are following him to his car, and they ask him some questions. And this young man then explains to them – why they can't act the way they're acting towards him and what they're doing is wrong. And here you go. Enjoy. We see some ID. No, what for? I just what's, your, you. what's your probable cause to ask me for ID? It does not have a handicapped placard. Read the plate, man. You're, you're, you don't even know what you're talking about. DV. That's disabled veteran plate. We can park in handicapped spots. Let me see some ID, please. No. I have never seen anybody wear a police academy That's your business. After That's your business. Graduate. I wear it all the time. Do my, to, to do my training. I can do that. Because I'm a graduate, I can wear the uniform. Have I can wear it. As a of course. I have my certification. What are you talking about? Do why, you don't you run the, why don't you run the plate? Why don't you run the plate? Run the plate, man. I we already did. And what did you see? Nothing you had to see the certificate certification. Contact T Cole. Why don't you contact them? You saw my name. Call T Cole. T Cole stands for Texas Commission on Law Enforcement, which serves as a regulatory agency for all peace officers in Texas. Yeah, run it. Run it. Run it. Call T Cole. But you have no you have no justification of probable cause to run up on me. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the academy director when you were there? Contact them. Who is it? Ask him. Navarro College, call him. Well, the reason I did call that, him. I know they just graduated. Call him. You could have done all of that. You could have done all of that while I was inside. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I know I know about Joshua Believe BD. I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. When'd you graduate? I don't have to tell you anything. Don't ask me any questions because I'm not answering. Okay. Yeah. What? Why? 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 You detaining? You detaining me? Uh, no, no. Then my question is, are you detaining me? Okay. So then, don't tell me where to go. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, well, you need to find out because I'm going to walk away from you, get in my car, and drive away. So you need to find out find out from him. Do you mind holding off on leaving until I find out what's going on to see if you ask him? Because that's my captain. He's in charge of this. If I, okay, if I he's, ask him, find he's, out he's not.
I always feel bad for like the younger cop that 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 like trying to figure out what's going on. I always feel bad for them, but let's keep going. Because he's just having a good time hanging out and his boss is being racist as fuck. Yeah, and he's and like, he wasn't gonna say know. shit to help the guy, but he was just gonna sit there and be a complacent observer. <laughs> it was all not too, you'll see. Too smart. Because first of all, I mean, first of all, even you know if I have disabled veteran plate, I can park in a handicapped spot. Yeah, even change, you know that. No, that. no, no, they didn't just change that. Yeah, it's they, been it started, that way. Well, it started in September. Then it was that way. No, sir. It's been that way for years. I've had this for five years. Well, it's already been I, that way. And and if he's a captain, he should have known that. <laughs> but he didn't. <laughs> he just saw he just saw this, and he saw this, and he wanted to make a problem. That's your reputation at Joshua. Come on, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> How many black officers you got? One. 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 Right. One. Yeah, I know. I know. And, you, and, and you barely, you barely let him in. You barely let him in. Barely let him in. And your reputation is already bad from years ago. You had a corruption scandal. You had a corruption scandal. You had to get rid of a lot of your, your old say, PDs. Way before I got here. And you got one amongst your ranks. Are you finished? I got to go. Are you finished? Say one second. Where's the corruption scandal? The one where uh, check T. Cole. Did you call Navarro? He did call Navarro. Okay, so then, so then, you know, you're feeling small now, aren't you? No. You should have run up on people. You'd have no probable cause if you wanted to follow me and run my plate. You could have done that. Talk to anybody? Well, I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to talk to you. That's right. I already told you that. Waste my time and you. You're supposed to be a captain, and you don't know the disabled plates have a right to park in a in a parking spot. And you violating people's rights, huh? Running up on them without probable cause. I'm in a uniform doing the same thing for you for free. So what? I don't care what he thinks. I'm a graduate, and I have T code certification. So I don't care what he says. I don't care what he says. I have T-Code certification. I have T-Code certification. Yes, I do. That's what you checked it. Who says who? My, my certification doesn't say expired. You want it to be expired because you see brown skin. So take a walk. Walk of shame. Walk of shame, Captain. Don't run up on me again. Don't ever you run up on me again. Do you understand? What is this? It's like, look at those gas prices. It's not too bad. Look at those gas prices. We need to move to Texas. Memories. Maybe not Joshua, but we need to move to Texas. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. I've never seen say- somebody put the cops in their places so well. Um, you, you, they have like a whole YouTube channel called like the Walk of Shame, where it's yeah. just like full of cops just getting wronged, uh, just put in their place because they're they're wrong in the situation. Like there was four, five people cops showed up in this video just harassing this poor man. Homeboy said, yeah, we only got one. <laughs> he said, yeah, you're right. We, we do have one. <laughs> First comment. Good for him. Stick it to those rednecks. Literally, fuck okay, these guys. Yeah, they think they got the paid to be bullies. Cam. The body cam was good because he was able to just... That could have turned out a different way if he didn't have that camera. Cops act differently when they're on camera, man. That's the South for you, man. 
He said, he said it's expired. He said, my shit's never been expired. You wish it was expired. <laughs> That's how you tell him, OG. They got like four, they got like two more minutes of him just going back and forth with them. That shit's funny. I want to keep seeing that. You want to see that? Oh, it's too late. It's fine. Oh, that's fine. Oh man, I just I don't know. What? You think Joshua is a poor city? They have a 7-Eleven. Yeah, I don't think they poor. I don't have a 7-Eleven. That just sound like you're trying to get people fines for no fuckery. Disabled plates have a right to park. Everything. Okay. Team. My man said, the disabled vet. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. care if I'm a cop or not. Bro, the second I see you upset and you actually got the tag to prove it, it's not like you're wearing the uniform, stolen valor type shit that we talked about before. It's not that. It's obvious. Yeah, it's a license plate. It's right there. If I run it, it's there. It's there. <laughs> you good, G? I, have I can't do nothing else, bro. I appreciate you, sir. Have a good ass day. He didn't even look at the place. He saw a nigga. He was like, yo, you're not disabled. You walked in 7 Eleven. Bro, like, what is that, bro? What is that? Go ahead and play it out. He gets well, I don't care what he says. I don't care what he says. My certification doesn't say expired. You want it to be expired because you see brown skin. See again. Okay, don't ever you run up on me again. You understand? I think he just used his phone, bro. He's, you understand? And learn the law. And learn the law. And learn the law. And you better have probable cause before you run up on somebody in uniform. You don't have no reasonable suspicion because I'm on the same side as you. No, you aren't. I am Kiko. I am a graduate of the police academy. Okay, just like you years ago, you probably couldn't even pass the test. Right? Yeah. You go. (laughs) Now he's just talking shit. You know, he's just getting his shit. He's talking about Yang now. You You probably can't pass the test. (laughs) And you had no probable cause. You had no probable cause to stop me. You had no probable cause. I have peace officer certification just like you. So go learn the law before you start teaching young people how to do the job. You're a bad example to the young fella over there. You don't even know the rules of parking. Right don't on. even know the rules of parking. Right because homeboy, homeboy was just like, damn, he was just like showing up and was like, man, what, what the fuck I got to deal with today, man? I feel right. bad for I that just young man. Let me grab a coffee and a donut. That's all he wanted was a coffee and a donut. <laughs> we ain't gonna get no free coffee and donuts no more for being cops. At this <laughs> that was probably his first day too. He's like, damn. He's like, Captain, you're not a good officer, are you? Yeah, maybe I should ask for a transfer. I want us transfer to Austin. They know the president. Joshua don't look like his head. Nah, hell not, nah, bro. Fuck that place. I think I'm nervous scandal that came out. If we ever go uh, to uh, Texas, remember to not go to Joshua. Remember that shit. I feel like black people can only go to Houston at this point. There's certain places in Dallas, yeah. But yeah, sure. I'm just, I'm not a big fan of the South. I'll be real with you. I thought it was good though. I like this is why we got to learn our law. We got to know how to fight back peacefully and intelligently, and and safely. That way, that way we know what we can do, or we need to know what we can do in the right way, in the safest way possible. That way we don't get shot out here and littered on the streets. 
This is this is how we need to handle the police. All right, so now we're going to move on to another serious topic. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Roe vs. Raid. That's been a huge topic in America this past week. Um, so I'm going to play this video and we'll go from there. The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, the 1973 decision that established a constitutional right to an abortion in the U.S. Now, decisions on the legality of abortion are left to the states. This is going to mean that access to abortion will vary dramatically depending on where you live. While 16 states and the District of Columbia have laws that protect the right to an abortion, 22 states have laws that could ban all or most abortions now that Roe has been reversed, according to the Guttmacher Institute, a policy group that supports abortion rights and tracks national abortion statistics. The organization details a patchwork of laws among these states, including pre-Roe bans, trigger laws, and post-Roe restrictions that will determine the fate of abortion. Be the first person to tell you I don't know what trigger laws and post-Roe restrictions are, or pre-Roe bans for that kind of stuff. access in the U.S. Nine states have bans on their books that predate Roe v. Wade, which have been unenforceable for the past five decades. Some of them date back to the late 1800s or early 1900s. These could be laws that could be enforced after this decision or as a result of this decision. States like Arkansas can now revive their pre-Roe bans through official enforcement or by filing court actions. However, not all states with pre-row bans are poised to enforce the laws. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and abortion rights groups have filed lawsuits to block the state's 1931 law that makes providing an abortion at any point during pregnancy a felony. A Michigan judge, through a preliminary injunction, said the state can't enforce it. Whereas others in states like Arizona, for example, I know lawmakers there are anticipating that they could enforce their own pre-row ban on abortion. 13 states have passed so-called trigger laws on the condition they would go into effect if the Supreme Court rescinded the constitutional right to abortion. However, each of these laws are quite different from the other one. And they can take effect at different times. In Kentucky, Louisiana, and South Dakota, the laws are enforceable immediately. But in Texas, Idaho, and Tennessee, there's a 30-day buffer period between Roe's reversal and when the laws go into effect. In some states, trigger laws can only be implemented after state government officials, such as attorneys general or governors, certify the high court's decision. Some states, including Georgia and Alabama, have sought to set stricter limits on when abortions can be performed during a pregnancy. Georgia's ban on abortion around when cardiac activity can be detected and Alabama's near-total ban have previously been blocked in court because they conflicted with limits set by Roe. Now the elimination of these federal protections for the procedure and the reversal of the Supreme Court precedent means that it's possible they can be resurrected in some way. Some states don't have these specific restrictions or protections for abortion currently on the books, and it remains to be seen what actions they will take in the future. Meanwhile, abortion clinics in more liberal states have been preparing for an influx of patients. 
they are expanding their hours, adding more staff, adding more days that they are available to accommodate what they expect to be even more patients coming in. Abortion providers in more restrictive states are also assessing how to support patients who will need to travel outside of the state for the procedure. Planning and figuring out how they will navigate this different and varying access to abortion across this country will be something that I'm sure will take some time to really nail down and figure out. So, as men, how do you guys feel about this situation? This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Explain. I've ever heard. Like, why? Why? Okay, let me ask a different question. What other health-related situation does the government have control over on any other person, on any other part of our body or human? What other... Besides abortion, does the government have control over it? They don't have control over me getting glasses. COVID. About me being overweight. They forced about anything. They were forcing people indirectly to get the COVID shots. Or you couldn't work at certain places. They took your job away. That's not true at all. You can work from home. Uh, Kyrie couldn't work from home. Kyrie, can't pay. Kyrie was still getting paid millions of dollars. I don't think that fucking mattered to him. Yeah, but it's not about it's not about how much you get paid, right? It's it's about forcing you to take to get the shot. It doesn't matter how much you get paid. The government wasn't forcing him. The government wasn't forcing him. First of all, he didn't get forced if he got paid. Nothing changed in that man's life because besides he couldn't play basketball, he still got his paycheck. Opposed to people who weren't able to work and didn't get their paycheck. Not compared. You can't compare those things. And I don't think the government was telling him that. That was Madison Square Garden telling him. New York. State That's New the government. York. State of New York. That's the government. Yeah, he's saying federal government. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, the federal Thank government. You. I'm not talking. Okay. Okay, so they can say during during cases of emergency, yeah, if you they say if you want to come out in this mass place, you should have a shot. But no one's saying, no one was telling him he he can't get a shot. You feel me? Like, if he was dying, they do not say, oh, Kyrie, he can't get a shot. Sorry. Like, Kyrie has the choice to get a shot or not. Yeah, but if he chooses not to, they were taking away his job. That's fine. But now and that, that happened more than just Kyrie making millions of dollars. That happened to anybody that worked for him. He was making the money still. Nets. Still making money. What I'm saying, though, is they have the choice. Here, there is no choice. They cannot do it. Do you see the difference? Is what I'm trying to say. Um, a little bit, but my 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 point at the end of the day is the government does have, does can tell you what you can and can put in your body. The the government can suggest. Yes, I, well, I can give you that. You're getting this convoluted. I can I can give you that. They can suggest health-related things to you, yes. But at this point, what is happening is they're telling you you cannot do this health-related procedure. They can suggest you should get these COVID shots and these boosters, yes. They can suggest it, but no one's coming in your house tying you down and putting 
the shit in just you can't compare this and COVID. You can't not COVID. As opposed to you being, I don't know, pregnant and you you, you don't want to be pregnant. It's a high risk of you having the baby. Like you're an older person, you shouldn't have a baby, or you're young but you don't have. Regardless of the reason, I personally think unless it. Uh, Who's saying health wise? Like if it is a. Regardless of the reason, I, I don't understand. The government doesn't tell me I have to drive a Honda. Why the fuck do they care? If I'm having a hundred kids or thirteen kids or no kids, what that has nothing to do with the government. Especially the way our welfare system's fucked up. The way everything's fucked up. If you there's no baby formula and you're telling me that get the fuck out of here. This is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. And you know who is affected most by these by by this? Who? African American women. That's who's who's affected by this the most. If you Google right now the statistics, who's having the most abortions? Uh, just Google who's having the most abortions. Well, I mean, probably should you probably should not Google that. I don't want you to be on no list, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying in general, if you Google that, there's statistics out there. Um, you know, like uh, I, I just don't because because the people who are going. The, the the people who need abortions in these states that are saying no are are the ones who can't get it. You know, there's not gonna be like if Kyrie Irving's wife wanted an abortion, you know where they're gonna go? They're gonna go overseas and get a fucking abortion, come back. Oh, that's what like one said. Look at Alabama. They're gonna go to another state where it's legal. Look at Alabama. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like the 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 amounts are almost improportionate. Like not not in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because black people probably don't live there. All right, so we I'm going but, to other southern states. Georgia, sixty five percent. It's and these are the states that are banned. I'm not saying you know that that safe sex shouldn't be a conversation. I'm not saying that you know Plan B shouldn't be a conversation. I'm not saying that we should just go and kill all the babies. Yes, I believe life is precious. Yes, I believe life finds a way. But sometimes there are exceptions. Sometimes we need to be more able to think big picture. But you know? LA, does question, does your opinion matter since you're a male? Does my opinion matter? Because you're a male. I think that as a collective and as a supporter of human rights, yes, my opinion does matter. I believe that humans should be able to make their own decisions and not told by governments or, like you said, old white people what to do with their body. It's disgusting. If I want to go and get a third testicle put in my body, no one's going to say no. They're going to be like, yeah, go do it. Why not? Give me eight grand and I'll put a third testicle in your body. But if I don't want a child in me, you're gonna tell me I can't do that? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. How, how many abortions yes. should you be allowed to have before you're not allowed to have them? As many as you want. If you want an abortion every week, you have an abortion every week. It's your fucking body. If you wanted to go to the dentist and get every tooth pulled out of your mouth every other Thursday, that dentist is gonna tell you to come the fuck in. Like it doesn't matter. I agree to a certain extent. Um, it doesn't matter. There's no reason anyone should tell you what to do with your body. It's your body. It's your body. Yeah, it's 100%, your body. 100%, but I'm just saying. Like I said, I agree with you. Um, 
hundred percent I agree with you. I think the only thing I could possibly say is um I think me and you was having this conversation. I think we're very immature when it comes to talking about having conversations about sex in this country. And um obviously obviously this sounds like the other side of the coin, but uh I would just say um that's also something that we need to start doing and stop yelling people about sex. Yeah, yeah. I think we, you don't you don't think we do a good job of that? No, no, not at all. Because we're not mature enough when we when we talk about it. We're not. We don't. We don't. But that's when we start having sex, though. Like when when was the first time y'all start having like sex conversations in school? Do you remember sex ed? Did you go to sex ed in school? Uh, yes. The first did they tell you anything about sex? Yes. What did they tell you about safe sex? Use condoms. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Well, no, it was more than that because it was about used condoms. We had a conversation about eggs, AIDS, and like sexual transmitted diseases, um, and things like that. Did they show you how to put on a condom? Um, No, no. I don't give a fuck what you say. No, they did not. They didn't show you how to put on a condom. They show you how to properly dispose a condom. They didn't tell you what to do with the condom if you're going from vaginal to anal to oral. They don't tell. We don't have an open. Well, actually, actually, they actually did. They said that. just because you do anal sex doesn't mean that you can't get pregnant. They said the cum from a woman can come from your butt and seep into their vagina, and they can get pregnant that way. We, I, they did say that. I thought well, they were very detailed in our that's, class. That's not. That's not how. Okay. Well, any. That's that. That that have a problem with that. First of all. Second of all. <laughs> second of all. Um. There needs to be a more open conversation about it. It shouldn't be a class you have for two weeks and then they go on to talk about how to use a cotton swab in your ear. Like there needs to be more of a conversation. You should be able to ask teachers, you should be able to ask your parents. You should be you do you know you can go to a movie theater at what, like 14, 15, 16, whatever, and you can watch multiple people get their brains blown out in high def 3D, but you cannot go to a movie theater and learn about safe sex. You cannot go to a movie theater and learn about about uh, intimacy with your with your partner. But you can go and watch John Wayne get blown up three different ways Sunday. Hold on, no. LA. you can't you can't compare. Who's going to the movie theater to say, "Damn, I want to watch some safe sex"? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? I don't get that. I don't get that. That that is because of the way this country is. The, the, if if you are in France, for example, you can go and you can go to a movie theater and yes, you can watch American movies or you can go watch movies about love. You can go watch movies about other things besides just getting your brains blown out. That's all I'm saying. I think the to bring it all home is you might learn a lot about sexual education, but they don't teach you about how do I put this? Uh, the emotion, the passion in the moment sometimes. I think that's something that's can probably can be just talked about. Like you see it on film so much, but you don't, as a kid, you don't put two and two together. But when you get into that situation, you understand sometimes there's just no, nothing really up there. There's no common sense in your brain, right? That could easily be taught like, yo, there's going to be times that you're not going to be thinking straight when it happens. I mean, that's, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like they did a pretty decent job in my sex ed class, but to go in that much detail, I feel like that would be your parents' job. 
to a certain extent to go into super detail about having safe so sex. it's so the government's job to tell you you can't have abortions but it's not the job government's job to teach you safe sex in detail crazy crazy concept i agree it's a crazy concept to me anyway they brought condoms like, into class that, i feel like sex is like we learn about so much shit in school there's no chemistry before sex like I'm sorry, like there was a chemist that learned about everything about the elements and shit, but he had to be born first, and that, that involves some type of sex. My whole point is that this is such a natural thing, but we don't see this taboo. It's, 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 it's not the Christian thing to do, but it's the most natural thing. It's the most natural thing is is sex. To be honest with you, next to taking shit. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Like, it's like one of the most natural things. Actually, I just say in the morning because... you're supposed to have sex, you're supposed to shit, and you're supposed to shower. Yeah, but you don't start having sex till probably at, you probably want it to be in middle school, but you probably I'm sorry. The earliest is probably like middle school for some people, but you probably in theory want it to be in high school at the earliest in college. But you're taking a shit for your whole life. You've been taking shits before you could even realize you were taking shits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you also it's a little to, different. You also need to grow because mentally, physically, spiritually. You can't just but be at the same time, middle school and high school, you still talk about sex in such an immature way. And I think that could easily be not necessarily erased, but you're talking about from a school standpoint, correct? I'm talking about from a kid standpoint. From the kids they're, not they're not taught. Do you, do you think about this? Now, don't get me wrong. There were certain, like, I remember, I won't say her name, so at least one girl we went to school with. I remember junior year, she was reading the book Karma Sutra. And we, I think we might have laughed at her, called her, like, you know, like you were like kind of a freak in, you know, the sexual standpoint. But in reality, she was just trying to learn some shit. So, I Wait, think so a, why is that why is, isn't that on you why is that on the government why is what does the government have to do with that why are you saying that the we're, 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 we're too immature at the age to learn about it the government mandates everything else children are learned though literally everything else they're they're taught from kindergarten to 12th grade so what's so who's immature in this situation the government or the kids oh. learning about sex. Oh, I, I think that we become immature because we're not being exposed to that knowledge. If you go to Europe, kids are drinking at 16, going in the bars. They, they're very open about sex. They're very open about everything. One thing I don't agree with, but I had a roommate that uh, studied abroad, and uh, I forgot what country it was in, but the consent age was like, it was like 14 or 15 years old. From young ages, safe sex. This girl had just turned a consenting age and she was hitting on him. My my roommate. He was a roommate. Uh but he was she was hitting on him. And he was like, Yo, this is this is weird. Like, access to that health care, universal free health care. It's just it's a little different. She wanted to if if you know she was 15, 16 and she was doing whatever with another 15, 16 year old. Their age of consent's lower, and they wanted to go to that Planned Parenthood. They're able to do things because so, they're, they're more mature. They know what they're doing. So, so I, I don't think our age of consent has to do anything with it because as long as you're under age two, um, I think that would be different. 
Now, if we're talking about like a 20 year old having sex with a 15 year old, do you think that's a problem? Do you think that's a problem in our country? No, I'm saying age of consent being that they're able to have the mindset to go into these these activities and then being able to then in the same mindset take responsibility for whatever fallout from those activities and handle it with the free health care and the free education they were given that is going to drive them in a healthy manner. But don't you think in America, like you guys were saying before, we're too immature at that age to be having those conversations with we're too immature at that age to have that conversation because we've never been educated up to that age. Example, you know, by that age, by the 16, 15, 14, you know what death is, but you don't joke about death overly too much at that age. You might say something that's fucked up, but you don't joke about death for real. Like if you're learning about something in school, slavery or something, and you found out some people got killed, you don't laugh about it. It's not, there's no, there's those white kids laughed about it. But you're not, but you're not mature enough. I don't know what white kids you're talking about. None of them are I was When I was in that. school, these white kids were wearing white hoods to uh, Black History Month play. They, they, they like, they're like that. They will laugh in your face. The most racist shit I've ever had said to me was this racist joke about black people being compared to apples. I think we're getting off topic a little bit. No, but my point is, we we are very immature at this in in our age group in America. I don't think we are mature enough to be like, okay, a fifteen year old can have the has the right to choose if she wants to sleep with this twenty five year old or not. I don't think I don't think we're mature enough for that. I think that's at the same time, five year old children are mature enough to know that they're trans and have like I'm against like, that. There needs, there needs to be a consensus of what the fuck we're teaching our kids. If we're teaching them at five years old about reproductive and being free and wanting to be transgender, we should be able to teach them at the same time about safe fucking sex and they should be able to have abortions and they should be able to live freely. If that's what the fuck we're doing. We can't tiptoe around everything. And then just confuse and fuck shit up. You can't say you know about yourself at the age of five. But then you're not able to But you're not able to know about yourself at twenty eight. And actually how to protect yourself. We don't know. For example, like if you are transsexual at the age of five and you make it to 18, but you don't know how to have sex safely, there is a failure in your in your family or whoever you trusted to raise you as who you are. Because they need to teach you these things. That's I think that's kind of where we're getting at. Did your uh, question, did you did you guys' parents teach you guys about safe sex? Yes. My my mom did yes. It depends. It depends how you look at it. They they said the words that I that I listen. No. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Told me. Like mom, I don't I don't want to talk about this. It was symbolism for me. They told me, but did I care? No. I was out there doing what I wanted. I I'll probably learn more about safe sex from Drake than the uh than a lot of people. Let's put some hot sauce in there. That's, that's, that's not the way. I think that's what we should be teaching kids. Hey, be like Drake. Just put some hot sauce in it. No, that's safe. I think you should tell kids, hey, you know, if I get it, the whole way to your marriage, it's dumb. It's stupid. It's not really the way for most people. I don't, so I don't think it's dumb. Marriage, I don't think that's dumb. I think I think it's unrealistic, but I don't think it's dumb. That's why we have the conversations, because it's unrealistic. 
that's what I'm saying. But that's realistic. That's that's pretty dumb to me. Like I'm, I'm not gonna be able to dunk anytime soon. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna be telling myself, "Oh, I'm gonna dunk today." Like that's stupid. That's a dumb thing ever. So. Let's be real about it and say these are what condoms are for. This is what it's I think that's what we do. do this, blah 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 blah. That's, like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's exactly what happened because the first time we had sex education class was in eighth grade, and that's right around when girls start having their periods and stuff, right? Um, Wait, that's and becoming quote unquote women. Huh? What'd you say? I said, if what you're saying is true, why are abortions Then they say, why, why is it that in Georgia, 65%, which is an unproportionate amount of black people being women, are being are having abortion if safe sex is being taught in schools at that age in sixth grade? I don't know about Alabama. I'm talking about Ohio. Yeah. We, okay, we let's go to Ohio. Let's go to Ohio. Let's go to Ohio. Uh, it, said, it said NR for Ohio. Let's see where Ohio is. It said NR. Um, but let, no, we could you use Michigan if you want. Sure, let's use Michigan. It's 40-52%. Look at that, 52%. 52%. The question then becomes, how big is the black population in Michigan? That's what it's, it pretty, it's pretty decent, because you got to think of all the all the Muslim people. Um, that it's just, I, as well. I, I, I don't, I can't. My point is, I think we do actually a really good job of talking about sex at a young age. When, when the girls start having their periods, uh, about that age, 14, 15, 13, that's a, right, that's a right when you should be having safe sex talks. And that's also, but younger than that, you start to, to, to when, when your kids are like five or six is when you start telling your kids about their uh, private parts, about you don't let people touch your private parts too, right? That's also a big conversation you have about per, protecting yourself and um, that way. Like you don't want to just let some little boy come and touch your butt. That's inappropriate. You need to protect yourself. And that if that happens, you tell me and you tell the teacher. We have those conversations at a young age. Did your parents talk to you guys about that stuff? About protecting your private parts? I don't remember that part. Okay. Well, I remember my mom telling me, you don't let anybody touch your private parts at a young age. Then as you get older, you start having those sex conversations around eighth, seventh grade. When you start getting those feelings. Uh, when's the first time you guys saw a girl that we were like, damn, she kind of fine? I think that goes back to before, I think I'm like too old. Like, what are you talking about? Going the first pretty seven. girl I ever seen, the first girl I ever had a crush on was like in fourth grade. That's, maybe I just like girls at a young age. I like, I like, as far as I can remember. Maria back in preschool or kindergarten. I had a little girlfriend in preschool, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I have a little picture of me. I'm about to say, I've, what was the little name? Uh... <laughs> uh, no, she actually did become a little hoe. Like when we moved back to Ohio in like high school, I I remember her. Uh, my little cousin used to be cool with her too. What was her? Mine was Maria. I only remember that because I moved away from that school to a different one across the city or across the town. She was a little hot and dice chick. Wait, what? Gotcha. Um, but yeah, man, mine was uh, Hispanic. Maria, I'll never forget that. When I was in sixth grade, it was a girl, I can't remember her name now, but that was my first like girlfriend in like sixth grade. And that bitch broke my heart and I hated her. What's he doing? 
The point is that the government has no business telling us how to regulate our body, our health care. If they're not giving out free health care, they can't tell me that I can't have an abortion. I don't feel like that's how it should be. If we get free health care, then maybe, yeah, I can see you having some sway. Give out free condoms, free yeah. All that free shit. They do, give us, they do give us condoms. They're in those sex ed classes. They give us condoms. That's like a big thing in high school. Oh, they're going to give you condoms for the rest of your life in that one class? I was about to say, can I go back to that school and be like, hey, y'all got some. You know how many condoms? You know how many work here? Oh, yeah. You think condoms? Yeah. But we also live in America. Why shouldn't the condom companies make money off condoms? They can. Let the government buy them all. If and, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The, if they can mandate what what does or does not come out of my body in that one little instance, they should then be forced to supply me with things to make sure that shit don't happen. And in some doctors' offices, don't they give out condoms? They do. They're absolutely right. For they free? do. But you know what they do at some doctors' offices now? Get fucking abortions because it's the fucking doctor's office. The biggest thing I learned the first I mean the first time my mom it was a talk to me about abortions. Um she, she, the, the biggest thing she said to me was uh the reason she was for it is because of how they used to do it when it was illegal. They used to take like hangers and like a back alley. You don't, you don't got it. We already know. Okay. I mean, they used to do that shit. And it's just a safer way of doing it than going to that alternative. Yo, shout out to Moonlight Gabby. Uh do you have any uh Opinions are about abortion. Let us know in the comment section. No, please don't. I'm sorry. No disrespect, but please don't. I don't want nobody to say nothing reckless about about that. Like for real. Um, but you guys are so you guys are definitely pro-choice. Yeah, we're. I think we're both kind of. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Pro-choice, but I think. Uh, my highlight also is that we also have to have an education standpoint of if you don't know shit, you won't you won't you won't grow. You can't grow. You won't and I think that's one of the biggest problems that's really holding us back, post as well. I'll just also say. Uh, yeah, I'm hundred percent pro choice. But also I don't think women should be going to get abortions fifteen times out of the year either. But But they do. And you're and they have punch cards. Get ten, get one free. That's a totally different topic. That is a totally different topic. If that is true, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a I don't got that big gulp from Seven Eleven. Ultimately, I just put myself in people's shoes. If I was them, and if I was a woman, and I was in any scenario where I had a baby coming, and I didn't, it was going to do harm to me, do harm to the baby, or anything like that. I don't want somebody telling me that I can or can't do. The only thing I would say is the only thing I don't agree with with some of these pro-choicers is it's it's the woman's the only only the woman has the right to get the abortion because I believe that the person the male that you had the that got you pregnant should have a say in it as well from a Why? legal standpoint. Why? Because y'all did this act together. Then he should have a say in it. Is he carrying the child for nine months? Is this is this is this job but, about to be affected? LA, LA. But it no, it's but, not. It's, it's, are, are you guys married? Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. His job will be affected. Are you? Are you? For eighteen years, you're in a business. Yes, LA. All right. 
you have to take care of a child. You have to take care of that. You're you're locked into that child for eighteen years. You were robbed, but it is. I I don't know. I I'm very big one. So you guys go out and some dude from California comes into the into the state. You guys fuck. He goes to California. You find out you're pregnant. So now this dude. Wait, are we females right now? No, because we're talking about from the woman's perspective, right? So let's put ourselves in the woman's perspective. Okay. So now you find out you're pregnant and you have to call, you have to find this dude, first of all, and then get permission to get an abortion. Is that what we're saying? No, no, I'm not saying you have to get permission. I'm saying he should have a say. He should have a say. Legal. He should say, yep, let's keep this baby. And then in six months says, you know what? I'm calling you, I'm out. Leave you with a baby. I think if he says, yeah. So why does that just not have the baby? It's your body. You can just not have the baby. So what's if the what's if the female wants the baby and the guy does not want to have the baby? That's what Rob was trying to say. She shouldn't have had sex with her. It's her body. She can do whatever the fuck she wants with the baby. But then you guys conceive this together. So why shouldn't he have a choice? To me, it's no So so if 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 y'all let's let's switch this topic around a little bit. If 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 people were in a room and they're doing a copious amount of coke together and you overdose, we're in it together, right? I didn't overdose though. Yes. Is it my problem? Yes. It's not my problem. You fucking died. I'm out. It's my body, regardless of who or what side I'm on. If the, I want to keep it, I want to get rid of it. If I want to set my shit on fire, it's on, my man. body. If the, I go drug... upstairs and I tell anybody, yo, I'm about to rip your body in half, nobody's going to be cool with that. L.A. Do you remember what happened to the drug dealer that sold drugs to Mac Miller that he overdosed on? Because he was a famous person, so people gave a fuck about it. But yes. But they went and found him, and he had to do jail time. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because that was you're not supposed to sell drugs. But how many other drug dealers are out in the street? All I'm saying is, first of all. That whole thing was ludicrous to me in general because that man went out there and got his own drugs and put in his body. But that's a different conversation. Oh, but that's two different arguments as well. I want to say a couple things. That's two different arguments as well. If you're saying just a whole bunch of friends got together, got some drugs, came together, and then started doing them, is it your fault? No. It's the drug dealer's fault. If, well, not if you overdose it. But if there's something in the drugs that's not supposed to be in it, and somebody dies, yes, it's the drug dealer's fault. Do you take responsibility in the sense that you could have called the cops or something like that if this person is dying? Maybe. Maybe it's a civil case that they could put on you. But absolutely, like you said, it's not your problem. If that person decides to do too much, you can easily walk out the building or whatever. Um, that's what it is. But when it comes to this, I will say women should take some type of... Um, not necessarily account. What did Rob say? Um, an account of what the guy wants. And if they say, I still want to have a baby, cool. But to me, that's the last thing I want to hear you complain about a deadbeat guy. Well, you, I think, uh, I honestly, uh, Darren, to you, that scenario, I think the male should have an opt out clause. I just don't want to hear you about the deadbeat That's all. Because he's telling you. 
that he is not going to be a good dad. Don't, to me, I, I don't expect if you are what you are, I don't expect you to be something else. And if you give me a fair warning that you're going to be like this, I'm cool with that. But if this was totally opposite, if they tell you to have the child and they're not doing it, I understand. But what's if that child turns out to be LeBron James? I don't know what to tell you about the dad. That's if LeBron has that good of a heart that he wants to be in his dad's life. That's great. But um, to, to my other point though, on a serious note, do you think that the male should have an opt out clause? In that scenario where he tells the woman, like I don't know what time it is for, you know, you to be able to get the abortion. But let's say he finds out in month one, and he tells her six, seven times, "Get the abortion. I'm not going to be a good dad. Don't want to be. I'm not going to move to that state. I'm not going to do half custody. None of that shit." I don't know. Ellie, what do you think? Do you think the male should have an opt out clause? So you don't get in the situation. I'm also blessed. But they also have spermicide on them, so any type of sperm that comes out is dead. So that's not a valid option. So. Or just put hot sauce on the common mic, right? All right, we're not doing that no more. We're not talking about that no more. It's your, it's, it's her body. She can do whatever she wants with it. If she wants to keep it, she can keep it. But do you, do you think that the the uh, the guy should have to pay child support if she keeps the baby? Has to do anything if you guys. The government decide. will force him to. What what I'm saying is you, you don't have to do anything. But hold on, you don't have to do anything. You didn't have to fuck her raw. You didn't have to do any of that. But you did. So now there are consequences, and so you have to. Deal with your consequences. I'm sorry. You can still have a condom. You can still have a baby without a condom. That's thought about that. Spermicide is on condoms, but there are. I'm just saying. Condoms aren't 100%. They're not 100%. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know what conversation we're having, but I, I just wanted to let that. They're be. not perfect. You're absolutely right. They're not perfect. So the, not the question is I remember yeah, my doctor told me. You know the best way not to get a girl pregnant? Not have sex with her. That's what he said. That's yeah. What they all say. And I was like, I don't know, wear a condom? And he was like, don't have sex with her. To me, back to what we were saying before, that's not a realistic approach to having a conversation about exactly. sex. That is not realistic because practicing abstinence is not a thing. After eventually, you'll have sex. So that doesn't, that, I don't know. It's a convoluted conversation. Then the, the then it goes to the question of uh, here's here's where I get confused. It gets to the questions of if we do make them have the baby, should we for uh, should we just have them adopt give it up adopted because they still have to go through those nine months of pregnancy as well. Um, letting the kid be adopted by another family, shit like that. Do you know how mentally fucked that would be? Do you know what that would do to somebody? It's better than aborting a baby. Do you do you know you have to take care of another human being in your body for nine months and then you just give it away? Um, they actually made a movie about it. It's called Juno. Back in the day. Do you do you know how that would fuck somebody up? Bro? Yeah, but having an abortion could fuck somebody up too. That fucks up a lot of women. We're talking about two different things now. We're talking about two different things. Talking about mental health issues. What, what are we talking about here? 
Are we talking about are you how explain this again? She gets pregnant and she wants to give up her baby for adoption or what? What are you talking no, about? Well, I'm asking, I say it's very confusing to me when we're having the conversation of uh all alternatives to abortions. Like instead of uh, aborting the baby, uh possibly giving it up for adoption. That's where I said it just gets confusing for me. I just wanted to try to talk that out. Most people have abortions because they don't want to have the child. Not not go through a year having a child to just give it away. Yeah. Like that's, but once again, we, I, we watch a lot of Kaylin Samuels. It's hard for a lot of women to have children after a certain age that want children. So there's somebody out there that really wants to have a children that may be for some medical reason not be able to. From, I don't think you're hearing it from his standpoint. Because... If you get pregnant and you, if you want an abortion, it's because you don't, more than likely, you don't want to go through with the pregnancy, not necessarily having the baby, but the whole pregnancy, the nine months of it. You're saying you're saying go through the whole nine months and then give it to somebody when you're actually attached to the baby now. You might not even be attached. You might have spent the last six six months smoking and doing drugs. Just fuck with this baby. Anything like that. Like, like that sounds. That just doesn't. Like that's now, now it sounds like we're not holding women accountable. That's the that's now that's what it sounds like. Accountable for what? They getting pregnant for what they don't want. It takes two to tango, dog. It, it, you're absolutely right. It's, you're absolutely right. And sometimes you have a drunk night of passion and you get fucking pregnant. Period. Point. Point. Period. I, I feel like in the morning. let's going back. To, <laughs> like sometimes that shit happens, bro. Going back to the opt out thing, I feel like if women have the uh, reason to opt out of having the baby, you should have the reason to opt out of being in that child's life and not have to pay uh, child support or something like that. You should have also have the option to opt out. That's all I'm saying. I think, I think that, that might be a bigger problem than anything else because that happens. We're talking about probably the end of just kids without being in a relationship. Um, they also say there's also some um, race theories saying that um, they don't they they don't want uh, abortion clinics in white neighborhoods. They want them more in the black neighborhoods to help kill off the black population. Well, we just saw from the statistics that's that's a fucking lie. So Wait, what, how's that a lie from the statistics? Well, black who's people are having most, abortions. Who's getting the most abortions? Black people. So how, their, how, their race theory is that that's good. The white people want that so we can kill off these black kids and keep producing. Well, they just said kids. no abortions, so that's wrong, right? That's not possible. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they said no to abortions and like we're getting the most abortions. So if they wanted to cancel black population, they would say yes to abortions and make more abortion clinics, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think that would that would wait, but no, but I, I don't I don't understand your point because the reason they canceled it because they said it was unconstitutional. But that that's recent more black that brings more black people So so the race theory was that they're putting more abortion clinics in black neighborhoods to cancel out the black population, right? That was the original theory? Yes. But now that they're saying no more abortions, that theory is now canceled because there are now no more abortion clinics in any neighborhood, right? I mean, that's 
isn't it state by state? Because they were talking about going to different states to get the abortions. Because they were talking well, about I guess going we'll to more see. liberal states we'll to possibly get them. Because they're going to be well, those are the states like Mississippi, Texas, Alabama that we saw earlier, which are like, very uh, tend to be very uh, uh, conservative. Mm-hmm. Those states tend to be very conservative. Let's yeah. look at California. Where's California? Oh, it's not it's NR. What does NR mean? Not like reported. Not reported. Gotcha. So to wrap up this conversation, what's what's your guys' last take to wrap it up? I think the same is starting. Uh, it's the woman's choice, a hundred percent. But um, I think we need to educate uh people on sex either earlier and and or be more more mature about it. I don't know what else, but we need more education as well. But it's definitely uh, the woman's choice. LA. I am pro-choice. I don't understand how the government can tell you to do anything, especially since the government's so fucking gung-ho on the Second Amendment and it's your rights and don't demean on your rights, but yet we can demean on our rights. So we'll figure it out one day at a time. Um, I tend to be pro-choice, um, but I do like the idea of the male being able to opt out of paying child support if they do not want to take care of the child. I don't understand that because no man will really take care of the child, but he'll just have 100 kids. Well, that's going to make women more uh, picky about who they have sex with. The burden is now being put back on women. It's your body. Take care of your body then. Don't get pregnant. But no, it takes two to tangle. That's not right. That's not right. So it takes two to tangle there, but the man that doesn't have a right to say, hey, man, I don't want to have this abortion. I'm not uh, financially stable enough to, to, to take care of this baby. You know, the same thing you said. No, 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 no. The same thing you said that how many abortions can a woman, should a woman be able to have until we say that you should have a kid? Yeah. How many kids is a man going to be able to have until it says, no, you need to take care of all of these kids now. Mm. You think you should exactly. get a punch card too? Exactly. Exactly. Think about that. Um, but these women can get abortions if they don't want to have kids with them, though. And he can pull out. He can oh, yeah, wear a condom. He can wear a vasectomy. Thank you. That's wrong. There would just be a lot of guys having a lot of kids. Well, not, they won't be having the kids if the women don't have them. Don't they have the choice to go get an abortion? In your scenario? Not anymore. In this scenario we're talking about right now, they don't. That's why it's fucked up. No, they won't. Well, guess what? They shouldn't be having sex then. Yeah, that's true. I think at the end of the day, the best advice my mom told me is if you if you if you you shouldn't have sex with a girl that you wouldn't want to have a kid with. That's true. I agree with If you but, don't think there will be a good mother, you shouldn't have sex with them just because if you do get them pregnant, you got to deal with them for the rest of your life. I agree with that. But to also LA's point, I don't think we should all be pent up fueling. We just need to be picky of who we choose to have sex with, I think. 
we need to just be more picky. We can't just be fucking everything. You're absolutely right. All right. Um, did you guys want to wrap up or did you guys want to go out on something a little softer? We can have some softer if you don't want. All right. Well, we're going to watch this video. And see what happens. it out that way because that's the door. It's okay. Listen. I'm so scared. Listen, let's make a deal, baby. I'm going to safely get you out. Oh, God, your heart's too hot for us tonight. I'm assuming, you know, I'm gender assuming. So there's a mouse, a rat, whatever it is, stuck inside of their house. And somehow it got inside the windows. And she's just. She's also gender assuming. Out of the house. Poor single mother of five. I just need to get with it. I'm going to open this and you just scurry right out there back to your happy, whimsical life. Oh, Bro, no. she can see that she was at least 22 seconds to make this video. How long do you think it took her to set up this video up? This this rat dead, dog. Master Splinter's watch. Please watch. don't bite me. Don't do anything crazy. Don't give me any diseases or my family. Oh, God. Okay. It's okay. Oh, shit. Bro, who's this hurting more? Her or the rat? Like, what's she doing? Man. She's opening her up, so okay. Yeah. Can you see your brother? Yeah. Okay, just stay in there. Okay, if I scream, everything is fine. <laughs> 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 they're at least they're laughing at <laughs> If I scream, everything is not fine. You need to go get me. Play it. Oh, shit. Oh, he's just coming down with it. Oh, maybe that's better. Oh no, I don't. If this is this is like a medieval game. Oh, he's oh there. Okay, okay, okay. No, you don't. May oh. The squirrel. Sorry. No, you were right there. You were right the first time. No, that way. No. Oh. 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 We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, God. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Try to get it out of there. I feel like we should have saw, like, iPhone, like, an iPhone 8 commercial or something pop up. Like, this is on iPhone or something. Shout out to iPhone. Oh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> he said, I'll take this outside for you, Mom. <laughs> where, did, where did the dog even come from? She, was, she she also said she was gender assuming. She's oh, hilarious man. for that. Oh, All right, y'all. Thank you again. Thank you again for watching another episode of the Purple Pill Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Peace. Y'all stay up.